Okay, Garrett, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. And you look really nice. Okay, cool. Uh, so this is the photographer, and um, we'll just kind of go over here, I think. Okay, can, can I stop you just, like, real quick? Uh, oh, sure, yeah. What's up? Um, first of all, we are across the country from each other, and you cannot see me right now. Well, I, I will be over here watching the camera that I put in your room for these, this uh, candid camera screening screen. Anyway, we're just making sure you're ready for stardom. No, we, we got to back up again. Okay. A, how did you even get a camera in here when you haven't been here? And B, where is this camera? Uh, well, if I tell you, it won't be as candid. But you already told me that there is one. Yeah, but I mean, then you'll like look at it, probably remove it and stuff. Anyway, got just it. Get ready. You look so cute. This is gonna be perfect. No, did, did you hear? Did you hear that? That was me breaking the camera again. Again. Yeah, because you didn't hear it the first time. Garrett, it was it was expensive. Well, that's what you get for putting a hidden camera in my room. I thought you wanted to be a star. Like no. your mom. <laughs> no. That's not how that works at all. <laughs> okay, well, since you're in such a bad mood, do you want to just um, start the episode? I'm not in a bad mood. You're in a bad mood. Yeah, we can start this episode. <laughs> okay. Cool. Hello and welcome to Going Digital Colon A Digital One Rewatch Podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I'm Kit Kat. And this week I banged my fist on a desk for this opening. <laughs> probably like thought about that. I may have damaged my desk, I'm unsure. Damn, boy, how hard did you hit that thing? Well, it had to be audible. It was further recording. Yeah, but like, okay, how soft is your desk? Well, I mean, it's an Ikea desk, so, you know. That's fair. Yeah. Ikea quality. I mean, it's underneath my mouse pad, though, so like, who, I'm never going to see it. <laughs> if it's like dented, you're just, you'll just like roll it into the little valley you've created. I I doubt it's dented. <laughs> But I am going to think about it now for, like, the next half an hour. Okay, cool. Um, But we also watched episode 18. We did. Which was called... God, was this really called Digital Beauty in English? Huh. Huh. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even have to come up with an episode title this week. Like, I can't come up with anything better than that. Uh, better? I mean, but better in, like, you know, anything worse than that. I think you should call it, quote, digital beauty, unquote, you. Do you want me to, like, write the quotes instead of using the symbol? Yes. <laughs> so, like, quote, space, digital space, beauty, space, unquote. Yes. Space, you. Oh, I, I get it. I get it now. I didn't get the you part in the beginning, but now I got it. Lad, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Um, or in Japanese, it's a uh, beautiful evolution, Talman who dances in the moonlight. 
ビューティフルエボリューション。ターモン。フーダンスズインザムーンライト。Now I'm rocking out to that song. What song? There's a song about dancing in the moonlight. Oh, there is.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tamon's face kind of creeps me out, though.、Oh, that's fair. Yeah, it is a little creepy. It reminds me of, probably because it was my first sort of introduction to this stuff, but.、Um, oh no, I forgot what it's called. There's a show about a spaceship and a guy named Gene and a robot girl. The hell is that thing called? Cowboy Bebop? No, 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 no God, the internet's gonna kill me.、Um, Outlaw Star. There we go. My sister freaking loved Outlaw Star a lot. And they have weird, creepy faced people in that one. I don't remember that, but okay. And I swear, internet, I knew it was Outlaw Star and not Cowboy Bebop. I just could not control the words coming out of my mouth. That is unfortunate for you. RIP your inbox. Well, I don't know. Nobody ever emails us, so. Fletch, I swear to God, if you send an email about that now. <laughs> I swear to Digi God. Cool, cool, cool. So this、yep. episode. Wait, wait, would you like to tell me about this episode? That's the、no. thing that we do in this podcast. Actually, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. But that's okay. Well, too bad. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, so. In this episode,、um, Rika's having problems with her mom because her mom wants her to be a model and she doesn't want to be a model, but her mom can't let it go. Also,、uh, oh no, my brain has stopped. Renamon, Renamon,、um, comes back with her friend, the bull guy, Cheesecake.、Uh, And Cheesecake wants her to join his side for either the Digigod or the Digi-Sovereign, depending on which side you're, which version of this you're listening to. And she listens to him to get information, but then doesn't want to switch sides, which is very upsetting to him because she's a woman and should just do what he tells her. Um, And then they fight him and she gets her evolution. Also, he tries to murder Kulamon by stomping on him, which sounds like a fun mini game, actually.、Uh, and then also we get a little bit of humanity for one of the ladies at, that are working With the government on the machine that tracks the Digimon. Apparently, she's super hot. Everybody's jealous of her and she eats cream puffs、um, and can't get a date because her job requires working a lot of late shifts. Did I miss anything? Um, I don't think so, but that also wasn't your best work. Okay. Well, I don't care because the source material was garbage. You know, just because the source material is garbage doesn't mean your quality has to be garbage as well. Okay, sorry, Professor. So it's like a hard C. Wow. Am I allowed to drop one for the semester or? No. Ah, shit. Well, that's okay. I expect better. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, was there anything redeeming about this episode? 
Um. Yes. <laughs> okay, and what was it? Um, all of it. You found this redeeming? Yeah, I mean, like it was pretty solid. Like, y- y- like all those things came up, but those are like those are like plot points. Like, th- those are like things that are happening. Like, just because you you disagree with them and they're bad, which they are, like doesn't mean it wasn't good to have narratively. Uh, sure. But I also didn't enjoy watching it because it made me unhappy. That's fair. But then, by making you feel, isn't the show doing its job of making you feel? No. (laughs) It's a kid's show. It's not supposed to make me feel anything but, like, wanting to buy toys, I thought. we're, we're We're past the toy phase. We're after the first 12 episodes. We don't sell toys anymore. Oh, no. What do we do now? What? what? I thought that was the whole point of these evolutions happening every couple of seasons or every couple of episodes was because they needed to sell new toys. Yeah, but you're not selling like as many toys later on in the series than as you do in the beginning. Um, okay. I'm not well versed in the art of selling toys to small children. Garrett, tell me more. Neither am I. I just have theories. Oh, 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 so you're selling your theories as fact is what's happening right now. I mean, I don't think I was selling them as fact. I never said that they were fact. You did. You implied, you didn't say, I think that, or my suspicion is, or I theorize, or maybe, you said, they don't sell as many toys after this many episodes. Yeah. That's what I said. (laughs) Okay. That's what I think. Are you just speaking from your personal experience that after, like, 12 episodes, you stop buying the toys? No, I'm just speaking from Kamen Rider, where after 12 episodes, then they decide to actually start the plot. I see. Well, they didn't do that here. Uh, no, I mean, the the Devas were pretty much after 12 episodes. Oh, is this what you consider plot? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's what the show's considering plot. And we're letting <clears throat> we're letting them dictate that now. I mean, it is an overarching thing that is going over a course of more than like two episodes. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm just I don't know i I didn't like this episode, and that's why I'm not thrilled about it. I, it's also like. I don't know. I, I but I always feel like they could be done better. I have high standards, I guess. I don't know, or I'm hard to please. That's true. I mean, it is only 2001. Yes. Yes. And like I can understand you not liking the episode of course cuz like the Rika stuff is is bad. Well, the the so I essentially have three problems with this episode. Okay. The first is uh, Rika's mom trying to push her into being a model is, like, I mean, not bad plot points. It's just that, I don't know, they don't really resolve it. And Rika's 
mom's kind of garbage if she just is worried about her daughter and lets her fly off into the night, like the dark of night, on her bike to do God knows what. So, a couple things. In like 20 episodes, this gets resolved. Okay. Um... And then for the second one, well, I think this is also probably bad, but I think fits in character is I think uh, Rika's mom heard her over the phone, specifically using a boy's name and then running off. So that's probably why that that flow flew. Wait, wait. So you're saying her mom's fine if she's going to see someone like yes that's what i'm saying that's also not great okay cool anyway i mean i didn't say it was good but i said that that kind of follows with what we've seen so far yeah her mom is not a great parent and actually her grandmother is not a great parent either to be honest um i mean they're kind of like two extremes of no, there's two two extremes. And they're not even. I mean, her... I think what you're saying is you think that her mom is overly authoritarian and her grandmother's overly permissive? Um, What I'm saying is that her mom is pushing her agenda and her grandmother is just like, whatever. Okay, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe. The, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think my thing is that, like, we don't see enough examples of actually good parenting on television, and it annoys me when people just continue to perpetuate that. Like, Rika could have a really good mom who really cares about her and is supportive, and that would help her in her quest to be a Digimon trainer, tamer, whatever. But no, instead we have a mom who wants to turn her into a model in, like, super weird clothes. Anyway, the second problem I have with this is the dynamic between Renamon and Cheesecake. Because... Yeah, no, I agree that that's a problem. Weird and gross. Like, he... Yep. Is clearly, like, you can be a concubine for me slash our sovereign. And kind of goes back and forth. Um, which is gross. And I feel like Renamon should be more upset about it than she is. Like, I don't necessarily have a problem with them having that in the episode, but it would be great if that resolved to her kicking into us because he said things like that. And then also at the end in the Japanese version, Rika tells Renamon that she's beautiful in the moonlight. And I actually really didn't like that as a resolution to the whole thing. It was like, let me just continue this problem that I didn't like other people doing to me. The English version, at least, they updated it so she looks heroic in the moonlight. And I was like, okay, that's good. That's better. But it's still not great. I mean, I think it's still kind of the same thing. And it's still creepy Rika maybe hitting on her Digimon. Yeah, there is a weird, like, are they, is that flirting? Like, what is happening right now? Which, I mean, yeah, if you look at this as, like, <laughs> that kind of thing. Remember they went to the camp episode and Renamon and Rika weren't in it? But, like, in the beginning, Renamon is, like, so overwhelmed that Rika gave her an energy drink. 
Like, you could definitely read that as them, like, flirting, but not really knowing what flirting's like. There's a lot of issues with that. One is that, like, one of them's a Digimon, one of them's a human. But another one is that Renamon seems a lot older than Reiko. There's 100% fan fiction that uses that support, and I hate this. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. Um, probably some really atrocious art also. Oh, well, I mean, the, the art I already knew existed. I mean, cool, I guess. I no, not really. <laughs> like, I was better off not having that knowledge, but I have it. Why do you have it? Because Googling? Why not like... You specific, no, no, no. Back up. <laughs> like, it's an search algorithms aren't perfect. Your, uh, and you're not letting me explain that. <laughs> just like, if you scroll through just typing in Digimon enough, things are going to show up on the screen. Why were you scrolling through images of Digimon anyway? Maybe I was looking for episode art or something, or... Oh, I see. Yes. Okay, that's fair. There's, like, a bunch of reasons I could be doing this. Maybe I want to look up, like, card stuff, and... You know, when you search, like, specific terms, you really catch some weird fucking tags, and... And that's true. I don't know why I have to explain this. (laughs) Mostly because I (laughs) am being uh, annoying, I think, but... Okay, as as long as you you admit to that. Yeah, yeah, deaf. Um, and then the third part I don't like is that they introduce red haired lady as a character by doing a lot of weird, unnecessary cheesecake shots of her in a swimsuit, and like I don't know, it, it's. I find it very frustrating that they're like, yeah, this is what she is, a sexy person. And then she goes to the um, bakery. And I think it's only in the English version, actually, but it, it's still a sin. They're, she's like, oh, uh, I want cream puffs, but I shouldn't have them or, or like I can't eat that or whatever, which like it's part of a healthy diet. If you're choosing not to eat certain things, fine. But it really seems like a trope about women having to keep their bodies all sexy so that men think they have any worth whatsoever, which is gross and frustrating. Like, I don't know. I agree. So so there's like three plot lines in this show, and all of them are gross, and I don't like them. So my my comment for the third one is I don't think this art style leans itself at all to to cheesecake stuff so i didn't i mean they scroll up and down her uh swimsuit body for no reason at all do i honestly don't remember i do because i watched it twice and i was mad both times i also watched it twice but the second time i wasn't really paying attention to the screen so you watched it once no i watched it twice I'm still going with the watch it twice. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's not it's not good. Mm-mm. Like, I also think it could be worse, which probably I should stop using as a defense for things. Yes, <laughs> I would highly recommend that. 
Um, but I, I still think I still think it's a point. But I should also stop using it. It shouldn't really be a point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I they, I, they probably were just like we need to fill in some time. Let's uh, do this. I mean, I like the idea of making those characters more human, right? And like showing that they're living in the same neighborhood, and you know they're very close, and that's cool and interesting. And okay, so she's a swimmer, like that's nice. And I think like on the wiki, that's like the one bullet point they got. Wow. Okay. Like like swimming. And she, and you don't even know if she likes swimming. Maybe she swims, you know, because that's like the best for her joints. Or maybe. She does swim. She also hates men staring at her, which which they show. Well, it's... I don't know if... I mean, everybody hates that. Not everybody. I should take that back. Unwanted staring is a real problem, especially when you're just trying to go about your day, doing your shit. It is, but they they took the time to make sure that that was something that happened in this episode. Yeah. I mean... It, and that wasn't good. <clears throat> no, it wasn't. It was annoying. And so she's not able to get have like a real life outside of work because she keeps having late shifts and whatever. Right. Which like, that's interesting. Yeah. That, that was cool. Uh, that part was nice to be like, yeah, this job is a pain in the ass and she's wondering if she should leave it and whatever. Like, that's nice. Yeah. And she's friendly with her other coworker. Mm, I I had issue with that actually. Because she talks about her skin. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I kind of felt like that was like insert in female coworker banter dot text. No, it totally was. I was not a fan of that either, but I do like that they at least talk to each other, you know. I mean, that's fine, but like anything else. Yeah, it really should have been like, "Oh, hey, did you end up watching that show you were going to watch?" or like, "Oh, how's your cousin doing?" you know. I mean, even I think, like, even if they, like, were, like, so had to cancel that other date, like, that would have been fine, because at least it was, like, it was a callback to what we saw before. Yeah. 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 There are a lot of ways to go about it, that they picked the icky women are... I mean, I guess, technically, it passes the Bech... Is it Bechtel? What's her name? Ah, I forgot. Oh, the... Can, can a show have... Two women have a conversation where it doesn't involve a man. Yeah. Which I guess in this case, actually not since they're talking about the date. I was thinking about the skin part. but Well, they didn't talk about the date. That that was what I suggested that they do instead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know what? I, I still stand by in this case, failing that test would have been the better option. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if they weren't specifically talking about a man, they were talking about a date, I guess that would be a different thing. Yeah. Uh, probably, I guess. Semantics kind of get into play there. Yeah. Also, the photographer got like a thousand times worse in the sub. Excuse me, in the dub. Yeah. So, like, because. So, when you first were talking to me about this, I thought you were picking up on. Or I th- not picking up on. I thought you were referring to the whole modeling part first instead of just Rika's mom being bad. 
because I was like, I'm like, no, this, this modeling stuff actually isn't the worst. And maybe that's just how I read it. Cause the first guy that's in the room, I think he's like, he knows that there's tension there and he's just trying to move things along. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he says some sexist things and there's a line in the dub that could be kind of gross that it probably isn't meant to be um, where he says, or sorry, Rika's mom says, he's always taking care of me. And I assume that's because that's his job, not like a weird thing. But No, I think that's just like a handler thing. And yeah, the the sub, it says, he says there aren't many girls who could look good in clothes like those, which is gross, but you're right. He's just trying to placate her and make things okay. And then, yeah, in the dub, it's, there's some really nasty stuff. Like you make other girls look like dirt and et cetera, et cetera. And actually Rika is upset when she leaves and mentions that comment directly and says like, the camera is your boyfriend. I should make him eat his camera. And it's like, yes, you definitely should do that. Yeah. The, the dub is, is bad. Spoilers. Well, there, the dub makes the photographer worse, but then it also makes, Rika being upset about it make more sense than her just, you know, slapping some dude away. Like, the, the thing is, uh, I, uh, it's a hard position to be in if your parent, who you don't get to see enough, you know, wants you to do something, even though you've expressed that you don't want to do it. You try to go along, right? And Rika does. And then you're having a bad time. You just don't want to do it. But she could have used her words instead of smacking the camera away, you know. Possibly, but, like, emotions are hard. Yeah, and she's young. Like, I get it, but... Emotions are hard, and her Digimon just ran off with the enemy. Right, yes. She's got a lot going on. Um. Yeah, the dub also did the thing of putting in words when words weren't needed. <laughs> with, like, the bakery scene. Yeah, the bakery scene was... Are really just like all of all of her monologue when she was doing stuff, like like remember when we talked about that that video about director cuts and Blade Runner specifically? Just just reinsert that conversation. Yes, yeah, they really just want to fill every moment of airtime. I mean, which you know, if it gets people paid more, I guess that's fine. Uh, hmm, I don't know if it was that. I think it was more that was the dubbing practice of the time. Mm. Right, but I mean. The, I'm assuming that the more lines you say, the more money you get, but I don't know. Um, um mm, that I don't know. I'm not super into that know-how. <laughs> not necessarily know-how, but like, um. Knowledge. You don't know these things. Yeah. Field. Yeah. Yeah. But the, keep reminding me, the bakery scene. Sorry, that sentence didn't work. You mentioning the bakery scene reminded me that in the sub, his mom's like, did you finish your homework? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay, then help out. And so he picks up the trays to take them out, clean trays. And that makes sense. But in the dub, she's like, oh, you've been working so hard. I made you some treats. They're in the bread box. And then he lifts up the trays. I don't know if we were supposed to think that was a bread box, but like it obviously was not. Why did they think we weren't going to understand what trays in a bakery are? Um, 
I don't know, maybe they didn't want to keep the part where Takato was helping out. I guess. Well, I also think that, like, bakeries in the U.S. are a little different than the traditional Japanese ones, so maybe they they didn't think that kids would know what the trays were. Maybe. But that's kind of like, okay, whatever. You could just say, can you pick up those trays and take them out? And that would have been sufficient. I don't know. I don't know either. But, you know, actually, like, I don't remember going to a bakery that wasn't a part of a grocery store until I was pretty old. I mean, I don't know about you. Yeah, the bakeries at grocery stores also have trays. I mean, <laughs> they do. But... um People usually bag stuff. I, I take that back. I actually did. We had one quote unquote French bakery, but it wasn't self-select. It was like they had stuff behind the counter. You pointed and they gave it to you, which I think generally is the more traditional American way to do it. Possibly. You know, not like um, in Japanese or Hispanic bakeries where you pick up a tray, fill it get there and realize oh wait a second this is more expensive than i thought it was but you're too embarrassed to put anything back so you just pay for it and then you're like wow i'm a glutton and then you go home that that sounds about right i'm also really hungry now (laughs) and you're kind of far away from your nearest uh japanese bakery yeah a little bit it would more be lunchtime by the time I, i would get down there if i left now i mean you could have lunch there i thought um, yeah, but that's still kind of far. Um, and then they fight. Yeah. And, uh, most of it's bad. The The kids, I think, just, like, scan cards and don't know what cards do anymore. Well, and <clears throat> conveniently, uh, Guillemot and Terrier Bond are just real tired and can't Well, help. that's that's, like, the Digimon thing. Like Digimon being tired are just God, like I didn't the... know I was Digimon every goddamn day. Okay. <laughs> okay, sure, you went there. Um but like until Talmon shows up the fight's just kind of bad. Yeah. Like Talmon I think is pretty solid and pretty cool. Even though she creeps you out. Even though the face is kinda weird, but whatever. Like that's just my opinion. Also, like the bull guy, right, he complains, I think in both, about her choosing to take a human form. I think that was just in the dub. Okay. Um, never mind then. Because I was like, what? That's just dumb. Like, you're also somewhat in a human form, so like... Kind, kind of? Loosely? I mean... The front half of him, the back half of him is animal still. Yeah. Also, he's just like bad and like. He's gross. Pro tip: never act like that. Ever for any reason. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee more success if you don't act like that. I wonder what would would have happened if he disappeared and Sheep Lady stayed. Like. Um, I don't know. There wasn't tension between. Uh, sheep lady and uh and gargleman or terriermon. <laughs> yeah, I always think they're saying gargleman. That's how I. That's how I legit said it though, because I don't know how words work. Yeah, but I love it, gargleman. Um, 
Also, we forgot about like my favorite part of this episode. Oh no, which was? Um, it's back when Rika comes home the first time and her mom is just like, What kind of girl runs off and blah 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 blah? Oh, yeah. And Rika just points at herself and it's just like this one. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. And I'm like, that was good. I enjoyed that. I'm a little worried that her mom is a narcissist. A what? A narcissist. Oh, I, I, I just heard narc and I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, I think she's um, telling on them to somebody else. Narking, yeah. Anywho. Also, I swear to God, if they do not realize that Kuloman is now important to evolutions, I'm going to punch these kids myself. <laughs> you leave dents in your desk and your screen just everywhere. My God. Yeah. Because, like, it was right there. Yeah. Poor Kuloman. It looks like it takes a lot out of them. Yeah, it does. Also, I I don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but the fact that... Renamon becomes Taoman and is like based off of that pseudo like mysticism religion thing I think is a really interesting point or thing where are you talking about Shintoism what are you talking about the like the outfit she has and stuff is a direct reference to um the like ancient time mysticism thing that you know i don't know how to pronounce the words of so it's really not helping um i'm stalling while i look up the word okay um do do do, stalling 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 say that word for me um oops hold on boy i have no idea how you say that word that's helpful but so the fact that Talman is a reference to that, which maybe I'll just have the Japanese lady come in and say it. Omi, di. But uh, the fact so that's in like Yodo and Yodo. Yeah, so that's like an occultism, like kind of magicy thing from from like stories in the past and stuff, and like the history text and stuff. So the fact that Talman becomes that when she basically rejects the Deva is either a really neat coincidence or a really neat thing they actually planned. This is a thing I didn't know anything about. You should put this in the show notes. Oh, yeah. If if I did those anymore, I'd definitely do that. Like, I know about yin and yang. Yin and yang. I can't talk. Yes. And, like, other Taoism, Buddhism, Shintoism, but I didn't know about this thing. Yeah, I mostly know this from um, the Neo video game because that's like you you can level up and get the get the magic from that and throw like talismans and stuff. Interesting. It's the talisman thing. Cool. So yeah, that's why I think Talman is cool. Cool, cool, cool. And I I hope that was like actually planned, but who knows? Well, I mean, Randomon goes from like sexy fursuit lady to. Nine tails to well, and also like, why did they name her Tao Mon? It's I don't think is Tao another name for that. I thought Tao was something. Yeah, else. that's a reference to the etymology for that is for Tao, 
or also known as Dao, uh, D-O-U, which is the Chinese word signifying way, path, uh, route, or road, or sometimes more loosely as doctrine, principle, or holistic beliefs. Gotcha. So, again, don't know if it was done for this part specifically, or just keeping in theme, because I think uh, Kubiman also has some, like, uh, mythological, like connotation to it as well this is it's so interesting like i don't know they're not they're the digimon are very different from each other and not necessarily a reflection of their partners i don't know right it's interesting yeah yeah because kibimon's a reference to the ninetale fox which is a chinese mytholo- mythological thing so right yeah I assume maybe more just following that route, but I think it plays really well in, in this section. Well, good job. That's the only thing they did right. Alright, fine. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna argue this one. I'm like that that's oh, that's Okay, that that's less less bad than I thought it was for a second. What now? I was I was scrolling around on the wiki and uh, the um, the evolution of Taoman has a has a side form called Made Mode, and I'm like, that's not cool. But then I clicked on it, and it's more of like the the Shrine Maiden thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, you you skirted that one. Nice job, y'all. Um, do you have anything else to say about this episode? I don't know. Um, I think I said like the two things I really wanted to say, which was my my Talmon theory and Rika pointing in her safe her face and being like this this one. So the two things I wanted to bring up. Okay. And now that you've done that. Yep. I also made a joke where when Talmon evolves at like the secret place, they're like, there's been a large energy conversion, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. Also known as a Digivolution. Yes. Um, I thought that was funny at the time of writing that. But they also are, like, mad about not being able to do anything, and the only ones who can can get rid of these creatures are the kids, which means I think the kids are going to get, you know, absconded with. They'll be like, now you work for us. Yeah, I don't think that happens. That's a season, um... Oh, fuck, what season's Data Squad? I don't remember. That's a data squad issue. And by issue, I just mean plot. Okie doke. So look forward to that in an amount of years. Yay. You, you sound so excited already. Oh, I am. Uh, oh, yeah, data squad is season five. So two years. Good lord. Um. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> Chikado has to carry Gilman on his bike, and that's funny. Mm. Mm. Nah, I don't get anything else. I think I might have, like, zoned out during uh, Taoman's evolution, because I didn't, like, see any, like, awful CG during it. Oh, yeah. I Sorry, that was actually a point I wanted to bring up, which was that the animation for that is very different than the other two were. Okay, that... That's what I thought. I'm like, that's... I, I just couldn't remember if, like, if I just missed the CG part. Mm-mm, I didn't see any CG. I'm re-looking at it right now just to make sure I'm not crazy. 
but you know, possibly not a thing, which is, which is neat. Oh shit. Yeah. No, there's no CG to this. Mm-mm. Yeah. They, they figured out that CG is bad. Yes. Thank God. Because ugh. the CG will come back. Don't you worry. Oh, great. Don't you worry. Anyway, this is a podcast on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where there are links to things such as Twitters and iTunes and all of that good stuff. And you can click those if you'd like. You can leave us a review if you'd like. That'd be dope. That'd be super. That'd be super even. Um... And yeah, thanks to Fletch for ruining Halloween as per normal, as our yearly tradition. And yeah, do you got a poem for me? I do. Be your own master by joining our Godmaster, a Digi MLM. Okay, that was that was pretty good. It's like a it's like a C plus. Damn boy, you harsh. Well, I mean, like, I liked it, but, like, it, it it wasn't as good as your other ones. Okay, well, off my game this week. Apparently. It's okay. Um, the Digivolution is into mysticism. Cool. And, uh, good time. And goodbye. And stop. <laughs>